I am a certified G and a bona fide thug. Is, is no, no, wrong, wrong. That's not the one. Mm -mm. Uh, Good lord. Okay. Um, wait, wait. I got it. Um, any second now. Uh, your ass put a call. No, 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 no. no. Try again. You'll Closer. get it. You'll get that it. That was it. That was close. You were, you were close, but you can get it. Come on. Uh, um, baby steps. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And I'm Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Third time's the charm. I knew you would get it. Yes, sir. That's what I like to see. All right. It's, you know, you, it's, the, it's the effort that counts. Yeah, you know, you might be a certified G and a bona fide stud, but I might have to teach you how to do this intro again, <laughs> man. This is why it doesn't let me do outros. Uh, all right. A um, lot of news. Royal Rumble tonight as we were recording. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't expect any Royal Rumble news. Um, although we'll, we'll probably talk about it later, right? Are we yeah, about yeah, it? Are we we'll, we'll on touch it on it a little bit as as we're. Uh, we don't want to spend the whole, you know, the whole time on it. Yeah. Um, starting off with the wrestler of the pod. Um, I went hardcore for this one. Okay. Uh, a dude I've been following since uh, they did this whole. Uh, the, uh, he put them through like a. A floor of like lights, you know the old uh, floor, the old oh, glass lights, like the um, uh, the fucking the the, the long fluorescent tube like thing. Fluorescent tube, yeah. Lights. Okay, yeah. Yes, I showed you that uh spot where he put them through. Like there was like three rows of mm -hmm. yeah fluorescent that. tube lights that he like uh, power bomb the guy through or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And I've been following him on Twitter, and he's been following us ever since. So wrestler of the pod today. Um, straight from his Instagram uh, bio, professional wrestler, the mustache messiah, <laughs> <laughs> the Danny Havoc hardcore champion, um, GCW's Bam Sullivan mm -hmm. is our wrestler of the pod this week. He is uh, redefining or keeping alive the true meaning of extreme in uh, GCW and I mean, he is just a, he's a fucking sight to watch. Thank God somebody's keeping the spirit alive. You know what I mean? Uh, just bloody almost every time you see him. Mm -hmm. um, when I think of GCW, normally I think of uh, Leo Rush and um, uh, who who's the guy Leo Rush has been facing on and off recently? Uh, Myron Reed? Uh, yeah, Myron Reed. Um, and, um, oh, you talking you know about? I'm talking about uh, Pillman Jr. Pillman, and I'm thinking of Blake Christian as well. Oh, oh, okay. I think of guys like that, but this guy has not been under the radar, but like just not spoken enough about. Yeah. At least here on this pod for sure. Mm -hmm. um, bloody almost every time you see him, the man is he's dedicated. Yeah. And to do the to do the crap he does, you got to be dedicated. Yeah, it's it's no easy. Uh, it's no walk in the park to follow on this guy's uh following this guy's steps or be across the ring from him. Absolutely. So major props to Bam Sullivan. Thank you for the support and we support you, man. Absolutely, definitely. Alright, heading off with more indie news, you wanna get into it? Yeah, I'll jump into it. Uh first things first, we're gonna start with uh 
Let's switch it up real quick because normally we talk about. I feel like we talk about MLW a lot first, so let's switch it up real quick. I, I'm gonna jump to New Japan. Okay. Uh, there's not much from New Japan to talk about, but um, a quick thing I want to highlight is they took Switchblade Jay White off of the New Japan uh, roster, like as far as like on the New Japan website goes. He's not listed as an as an active member of the roster no more. I feel like that raises some questions. Yeah, and especially during around the time, you know, it's Royal Rumble season. Mm-hmm. Usually debuts happen. Mm. Not gonna say he made it. De- not gonna say he'll debut in the Rumble. Yeah, but, let's not speak that into existence. But yeah, we know how much you love Jay White. But praise him. What I got to say is this happened four years ago, five years ago. Mm. With AJ, yeah, they took him off a roster, and what was it, Ring of Honor? They took him off the Ring of Honor roster. Yeah, they hijacked a lot of Bullet Club guys. Did yeah. and then, like literally two nights later, he pops up at the Royal Rumble. So not gonna say Jay White's popping up, but definitely a possibility, given the history of how they've done things like this before. Well, two things, right? Um, God's tag champs. Hmm. Um, the Bone Soldier and uh, whoever his tag partner was is also from Bullet Club just won the junior heavyweight tag titles. Mm-hmm. Um, what is wh- who's the leader of Bullet Club now? Uh, Evil. Evil. Evil's yeah. Evil's the leader. Evil's the certified mm-hmm. leader. Yeah, Evil's the leader now. Okay. Because Evil came in when uh, Jay White was there. Because they didn't give an official kick out of Jay White, did they? I don't remember. They didn't like beat his ass and kick him out. Yeah. I I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know when Evil came in, him and Tonga had some beef. Okay. Because I know Tonga was doing like a promo for um, he he was doing like a promotional ad for I think it was Manscaped, mm. and he was using he was coming at Evil in the promo for Manscaped. He was like, mm. no one wants their dick to be evil, so here's Manscaped, and right. he started talking about Manscaped and. Making fun of evil. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, if Jay White comes in, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I think maybe because he's so young and they're thrusting him in right away. But how how old is Jay White? Jay White's twenty eight. Mm. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. He he works good in the ring. It's just. I don't know. Maybe it's like the way he talks. He's not the biggest fan of him. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like it's because him in the ring is good. He's a good in ring worker, but I think I don't know it's yeah. the way he talks. It's just yeah. I'm not sold on something. Something of it is he is he is he uh, American? Was no, he's um. I don't know what you would call somebody from New Zealand. New Zealand. I I don't know I don't know the no correct clue. turn of phrase yeah. for that or what you call somebody that's from there. I, um, I, I want to say New Zealander, but I don't think it's New Zealander. Um, okay, but yeah, well, he, he, okay, he's so, definitely an overseas guy. Well, what do you think about? What do you think about? Have you heard Tama Tonga reaching out to WWE and saying he's New Japan is open to collaboration with WWE? They're just not open to collaboration with uh, AEW. Have you heard this? <laughs> Should we save this for another pod? Uh, no. <laughs> we, we can touch on it real quick, but I, that just tells me New Japan is trying to, like, flip shit upside down. Like, all right, AEW wants to go to this company, but let's try to go to WWE and let's see what happens. 
apparently they don't want to interact with AEW, so... I don't know if Thomas just... I don't know if Thomas just, you know, trying to stir the pot or uh, it could be all shoot. It could, it could be, all, be all shoot, but it could be it could be bullshit. Off it the top of bullshit. my head, I could think of a few matches that would probably but, happen. I don't know, man. Okada Roman did just get back with the undisputed era. Oh yeah, that that image was beautiful. I don't like know. They, they put the image on um AJ. on on Instagram. Of him and Kyle O'Reilly standing next to each other, mm-hmm. and Adam Cole like looking at them, and I put it on our Instagram when I put the "Oh No" song. So it's like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, that would be a hell of a thing to see, though. I don't know, man. Tama Tonga, Nakamura, G-O-D, AJ, AJ. You got so many people. Ooh. But then you got you also got New Japan people who aren't the biggest fans of WWE. That's true. I, I know for sure Kent's is not the biggest fan of WWE. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Some people are not going to be yeah. along for whatever storyline they put together. But it'll definitely be something to see, though, if it really does happen. Yeah. And Well, where do you think Jay White fits to get back to the Jay White thing? What, I don't see Jay White working out. like In WWE? I, no, yeah, not at all. As a matter of fact, he, I could he see- looks... And I, I know, like, looks aren't everything, but considering Vince is a very big guy as far as looks, <laughs> Jay White looks like a second-rate Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins hasn't been doing quite well. I was right. going to say so, Seth mixed with Alistair. Yeah. But NXT might be the best route for him. For, yeah, for Jay White, yeah. Because NXT is going to need some help now that... They need talent, obviously. Well, well see, here's the here's the issue we um, that I brought up earlier with the Rumble. If mm-hmm. he debuts at the Rumble, they're not really gonna know how well he connects with fans, because again, a Royal Rumble with no fans is a huge yeah. takeaway. And, and from and looking on social media and you know reading the articles everywhere. It's hard to read those two and get a general feel of an in the moment type of thing. Exactly, like in the moment, seeing Jay White come out. I think the I only, feel like I would be like, oh, the only they option, really did do it. I wouldn't only, be like overjoyed. I think the only option you had was something like that. If you do debut him at the Rumble, it's to see how he works with main level talent. Okay, yeah, because you have to consider it on a different level. Yeah, because now it's not about how the fans receive it; it's about how, how you can work in the ring. ring. And he's not going to be in the ring with just one person. He's going to be in the ring with maybe four or five, six at a time. Right. Well, I would consider, if they're going to do it, to bring him out, see how he goes with some of the big guys, Mm -hmm. give him a few weeks before you debut him on TV, and debut him in uh, NXT. Yeah, I, I, I could see debuting him at the Rumble. Keep him off TV for about like three weeks. Let him work in uh like let him stay at the PC for like three weeks. Get his bearings about him, stuff like that. Bring him in on TV. And then have him attempt his first match. And then as he's attempting his first match, like walking to the ring or whatever, somebody comes out, attacks him. Puts him off TV for about two weeks, three weeks, however long it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back out and challenges the person who attacked him to a match at the TakeOver bef- uh, before Mania. Well, you know what? I feel like um, a good first guy to put him with 
Um, maybe not even. Maybe have him come in heel. Jay White. Yeah. Do the Rumble thing. Spend three weeks performance center. Have your first match be whoever. And end of the match. I don't know. I feel like a good first person to put him with would probably be Kushida. Because he's not doing anything. He's got no rivalries going on. Kushida's like yeah, swept under the rug. That, and that's definitely not a bad that's definitely not a bad option considering, you know, you know Kushida's got that New Japan. Yeah, that New Japan strong style, stuff like that. That would definitely be a good way to go. Um That'd be a good one for the WrestleMania the takeover before WrestleMania. Let me see. I'd Is, pair him with Kushida. I would probably go with if I bring him in as a face, I'm thinking this is going to sound kind of crazy. I'm going to say Karrion Cross. But if you bring him in he as... He loses to Karrion Cross. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if he wins I'm or loses, but I would still... If he comes in as a face, yeah. i put him with Karrion Cross. If he comes in as a heel, I would put him up with Damian Priest. Okay, I get it. Yeah, if I he, get if it, he comes yeah. in as a heel, yeah, I would characters. I would have on that level. Literally everything I said for him happened to happen to Jay White as a face. Yeah, flip it and have him do it to Priest as the heel. Yeah, yeah. Take Priest out. Priest comes out, it. challenges him to the takeover match. It works character wise. I see it. Um, and still we, don't know how I feel about him. Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely gonna but be. But writing wise, we we can make it work. Yeah, and we spoke on Kenta. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Um, Kenta got his ass whooped. Oh, yeah. He, he got his ass yeah, whooped by... Yeah, he did, uh, didn't he? By the New Japan Pro Wrestling United, United States, States Champion. The longest reigning United States Champion. John Moxley. You sound, John... ex- you sound so enthused to say John Moxley's name John as the Moxley. longest reigning uh, IWGP US champ. You know what? That's... <laughs> Is it funny to think? You know what's funny? Uh, as I'm looking at the United States Championship on the wall, he's he's been the longest reigning United States champion for, twice. For two companies. <laughs> and what's crazy is, I completely forgot he was the IWGP US champ. So did I. Like, I, who the hell did he take that title from? He took it from Juice. He took it from... Oh, uh, Juice Robinson? He took it from Juice Robinson, yeah. Damn, what happened to Juice Robinson? I swear he lost it since then, though. I don't know why. I think what it is is... You know how they uh, AEW just started doing this cross-company stuff? Yes. Well, I think since they were in the middle of trying to figure out how to go about doing all that... Yeah. He wasn't allowed to hold a New Japan title on American TV so I think they were still trying to figure out how to go about it but New Japan had enough faith that they would figure it out and faith in him as a performer to just leave the title on Mm -hmm. because I feel like if it would have happened with Jericho they would have did the same thing with Jericho I believe it I believe it because they're not on bad terms yeah like it's just a difficult thing to figure out when you're you know two different companies in two different different countries nonetheless and I don't know if they're running all Japan pro wrestling anymore in the states yeah see so so it's just a difficult thing it was just it was just weird seeing him pop up as you know the US champ for Japan yeah when he was just the AEW world champion in America yeah so it's it's a weird thing but maybe that's the workout you know mm-hmm. what I mean 
I gotta carry this for a while. When I'm yeah. not carrying it and I got some time, I can come over there. So we they can shoot some episodes. They prob they probably worked it you out to I where mean? everything would yeah you know flow smoothly. But it was still weird. I I completely forgot he was the champ. You said you forgot he was the champ. Yeah, whenever they pop up randomly, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was that was a good thing to see. Uh, I know they're having. They didn't announce when their their match is gonna be, but we can only assume their match is gonna happen soon. And mm-hmm. for that one, I think Moxley loses the belt because they, I would assume so because right? he's had it for so damn long. And I think that's just their way so. of getting the belt off Moxley and on the Kenta. Well, here's the thing: Do you think um, do you think New Japan shares Tama Tonga's opinion? that they don't want anything to do with AEW. Do you think that's just Tama speaking for Bullet Club? I think that's more Tama speaking for Bullet Club because obviously, you know, there's no bad blood with anyone in New Japan that's, you know, brass in AEW. Yeah. Like, the Bucks left because their contract was up. Kenny left because his contract was up. Right, nobody left. Like, no one left. Like, fuck this place. Yeah, I, I I think if they'd be mad about anyone, they'd be mad about Kenny. But... It's not... I don't think there's any sour grapes or ill will towards any of them. Right. If the money's right, anybody will work with anybody. Yeah. If you would have handed Vince a couple... Because I'm thinking, like, they probably would take the butt off of Moxley um, just to have it more prominent on the show again. Mm-hmm. Raise that prestige. Yeah. But um, if they if they shared in Thomas' opinion, maybe do it just to cut all the ties to AEW. I mean, that could be a thing. But I, I so feel like this is going to come full circle and Kenny's going to end up back in New Japan as the belt collector going after uh, Kota Ibushi. Yeah, it, it definitely could happen. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. So I feel like Tama's whole thing is a shoot, but... it Yeah, like it's a shoot, but Tama probably... Like, he probably feels that way, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, in the back of his head, he knows this is all going to I've noticed that with New Japan, though. Whenever, like, there's some shit to get vocal about, Tama's usually Tama's the one the to be guy. vocal. Yeah, like, yeah. Tama's, like, their Carl Anderson now. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a microphone. Say what you want to say. Because mm-hmm. that, that was Carl. Carl was the mouthpiece forever. Um, now that Carl's gone, I, I feel like Tama's the mouthpiece. Like, here's a microphone. You got free reign. Go talk. And he's been a damn good mouthpiece. Oh yeah, I, I love Carl Anderson. Don't get me wrong, but I think Tom is the better mouthpiece. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see him and Eddie Kingston fight. Uh, Tomatonga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for the just for the promo work. Yeah, because those two can kind of, mm-hmm. they could talk their asses off to the to the cows come home. Even though Tama would destroy him in ring, but still be a good fucking Tama gonna book that ass. Be a good ass build though. Alright, so uh, now we'll jump over to uh, Impact. Not a lot of news for Impact this week. Um, Your boy, Mm. your boy made his return. The Fresh Prince of Midair. Trey Miguel came back to Impact after numerous, numerous rumors that he would be joining uh, the rest of his boys Mm. over in NXT. Uh, They debuted. He didn't. And he came back to his home. I feel like this is more so him betting on himself 
as a singles competitor. I wonder what they promised him. I I would assume. Do you think they promised him anything? I would assume, in a perfect world, they promised him a world title shot or a title reign. But I'm assuming this is just him betting on himself as a singles competitor. Because, I mean, he's so young right now that he you can't really give him the Kenny Omega type of promises or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, you the, can't promise him the world. The Daniel Bryan type can, promises or yeah, anything like you that. You can promise him more of a shot. Dude. Yeah, like you can promise him the opportunity to <laughs> prove himself for the world title. And I think as far as promotions go... If you're not going to go to AEW, if you're not going to go to NXT, mm-hmm. Impact truly is the next best thing. Yeah. Like, as far like Impact as, as far as, yeah, Impact wasn't what it once was. But it's certainly, like... It's still a viable option. It's still getting back there. Yeah, know? like, it's definitely a viable option as far as, you know, TV time goes. Might not be the greatest TV time, but mm-hmm. you're getting TV time. And you think about, you think about the other promotions, you could go to New Japan, but... Japan. Their arcs last forever, mm-hmm. and it's Japan. So you could also do Ring of Honor, which I personally like. But the thing right, with Ring right. of Honor is, is they're not as publicized as exactly you know Impact and exactly. all the other companies. They're not as easily retrievable. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're. I don't like. We don't even know what they're doing TV wise right now. Yeah, no. Nah. So they're still getting that together. There's changes going on over in ROH. Mm-hmm. New Japan has its pros and its cons. If AEW's like, AEW's not going to shoot them straight to the top. Yeah. They get too much time if they're trying to work out as is. Mm-hmm. NXT's NXT, which is great. You'll get your shot there. But you still. But it's still NXT. And you'll it, still it's be still with a, your boys. It's still essentially an indie scene. You'll be rebuilding from scratch. Exactly. Nope. And it'll just it'll just be another you and your boys thing. Because there's you're not. truly betting on yourself, you can't be with your boys anymore. Yeah, because there's not many people who've gone to NXT and instantly been shot to the top. Most people right. still work from the ground up. I think the last person to be shot up like a rocket while they were in NXT. Samoa Joe? Samoa. McIntyre? Karrion. Yeah, Karrion worked. Karrion just kind of, you know. He was undefeated, but he he still. He worked himself into a spot because he got injured. Mm -hmm. But he would be champ right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I would say Joe, Karrion Cross, McIntyre, just because they they knew McIntyre already. Yeah, McIntyre was. For God's sakes, even Adam Cole had to work himself up. Yeah. And and we all loved Adam Cole as soon as he came in. Like we knew he was going to be the champ. Everyone's everyone's valued, but you still got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would have just been hard for uh, Trey. Yeah. Because you got to find a spot for him. Mm-hmm. If they already have your boys in the tag division, are you gonna? Are they gonna new day you and just? sub you out every now and then or yeah they just gonna run they they probably would've just ran with that free birds rule right are they gonna are they gonna put you in the US uh, not the US the North American title scene because I mean they just gave Leon Ruff his go at it but now it's on Johnny and yeah does Triple H trust you right away to go in there with Johnny I don't know 
Like it's still gonna be I, a ways to go. I still but in feel, Impact, you already have your cachet, mm-hmm. and now without your boys and with the Impact scene changing so much. Yeah, and you kinda, and not only you know not only that, for him, since they already know him, yeah. I, I feel like Impact was the better option. Like all that aside. It's better to stick with the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, given that he knows, not saying Impact is a devil in any type of way, but I feel like Impact could have at least offered him, you know, relatively the same, mm-hmm. and he would have actually believed it and seen that this is obtainable. I can get this, or no, I can get higher. Right, and, you know your people's word. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think this was the better option for him. I see. Definitely a X Division world title in his future. Um, I don't know. I I have to wait and see whether they well, are I mean, gonna book him given world title size. Given but I feel like given X-Division who the champ title. is now, I I have no problem putting him in a world title match. Like with, yeah. R- with Rich Swan. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah. that match would be great. You do have to remember Rich Swan is and Rich Swan's doing champion. good. He really is. But you know, unless they put the title on Kenny. Yeah. But, but he, if they put the title on Kenny, X Division title is the next best thing. And even if you throw him in a title match and have him lose against Kenny, still a hell of a still, match. Yeah, still very prominent. Him and Kenny can do... Yeah, wonders. Jesus. That'll that'll be like a... I'll say that'll be like a John Morrison, Prince Puma match. Mm. Well, Johnny Mundo, Prince Puma. Mm-hmm. For those of y'all who don't know, that's Ricochet I was thinking, and Morrison. I was thinking Adam Cole, Ricochet, but yeah, that's probably a better Johnny Mundo, uh, Prince Puma. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of Rich Swan too, he just uh extended an olive branch to one of his childhood heroes, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer offered that man a world title match. An invader of the DDT. Would you want to see that match? No. Really? I mean, I love Tommy, but I don't know. Tommy feels like the trainer that never wanted to accept being a trainer. Yeah, I I think um. Like, it's cool to see you out there, but you're I think getting a little less Tommy Dreamer or a little more, like, Mick Foley. Grandpa Dreamer. <laughs> like. Honestly, hearing Tommy Dreamer fighting for a world title sounds good. It and, sounds great. But yeah. given the circumstance, I yeah. don't mind it. Given that okay. it's, you know, Rich Swan's childhood hero and yeah. he's the man in Impact right now. Yeah. Just so happens that, you know, your childhood, one of your childhood heroes, as far as wrestling goes, is in the same company. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I don't have Tommy win. Here's my here's my uh, thing. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna look aesthetic wise, closer to in ring from when the Dudleys came back, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, give him a world title shot. Because if there if he wrestles at the quality the Dudleys did when they came back, then it's gonna be enough. Yeah, because I feel like Tommy's not going to be the guy to go out there and put on the matches he did in ECW. Right. But he'll he'll be the guy that can, you know, still go out there still, and still run a regular can, routine yeah, match. If he can give a solid B, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. But, I, would, I would even say B-. minus. If Tommy could do yeah, C+, plus, B-, minus, I'm yeah. okay. But if, if it's if it's like it's not gonna be the A plus spectacular hardcore match that everybody and, knows. And I don't for. I don't I don't want that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At a certain age Tommy's gotta, you know And you could tell that, that you can tell ended, you can tell this is Tommy's last run though. Yeah. That should have ended with um 
his thing with Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. After they had that whole hardcore thing, let's let's kind of yeah. bring it down. You know, I wouldn't have minded that being his last match either. I wouldn't have either, because they did a great job with that mm -hmm. material. Um, but then again, Kurt Hawkins is a solid in ring worker. Solid, very solid. So, as as long as it's a as long as it's a B minus B quality match, I'm all for it. I just don't want to see him go out there and be like uh, Bret Hart. Looking. Oh God, yeah, no, please. Which I don't expect because he's been yeah, moderately in the ring. Mm -hmm. Still, I just you know I would hope. I was gonna not. say, look at Ken. Ken came back from out of nowhere and still Ken looks good. Ken has been killing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ken Shamrock has been doing this fucking thing. Yeah, out there. he he got inducted he into amazing. the Hall of Fame. Face wise, you can tell he's old as dirt. Yeah, but, but his body is like yeah, like body wise and work wise. Still Ken's doing very his still, yeah, still. And they're booking him the way they should book him. He's still the most at that man. age, but like a monster. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're holding him to the standard I think they should be held for what he's done. I made this joke. I think they're booking him the way they wanted to book Scott Steiner when he came back. Yes. <laughs> like when Scarlett was still in uh in impact. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I think I think just, that's just how they're booking him. Freaking them. like, and then they seen him come back and take a, uh, and give a clothesline, and they're like, "Yeah, no, like he can't even do the Steiner recliner anymore." <laughs> nah, but that's something that that's yeah, pretty cool though. Shout out to Ken. He's he's, he's yeah, been, definitely. Ken Shamrock's still a monster. Shout out to that dude for sure. And it's funny because the way they book Kenny, uh. Ken, just a differentiation. Mm -hmm. The way they book, the way they book Ken, um, it's it's funny because I can see that Ken, uh, the way they're booking him, like going up against Joe, and like being excited mm. for it. You like like oh they're gonna fucking like it's not gonna be a barn burner, but they're gonna have a fucking like it's gonna it's gonna be. I'm just I'm just gonna, gonna slide out of frame real quick. <laughs> Don't get my hopes up with it's that. It's gonna be a fucking. It's gonna be a good one. Um, so that's pretty much everything I got on the impact side. Uh, now we're gonna jump to MLW. Yeah. So MLW has been killing it. They really mm. have. Like, mm. shout out the the entire promotion of MLW. Yeah. In terms of like indie rankings, their show has gone way up to me. Exponentially up. Way like, up. That to is. Me. They. I don't know what and the hell they who they have writing, who they have booking. Yeah. Give them a promotion right now. Give them a raise. Give them a pat on the back, a hug, some yeah. lunch. They earned it, man. Yeah, and I've been keeping my eye on like we could, we got a lot of promotions to cover. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? We definitely so as far do, but because as, as the for, most exciting stuff is probably been coming out of MLW. And when we started, MLW was not even like on our radar. Yeah, not at all. And now they've become now, a steady stay on on the show. Yeah. So shout out to that company for doing some crazy stuff, doing they some great a, stuff. They definitely got a spot place. on this show going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a solid world title match between Jacob Fatu from you know obviously the Samoan Dynasty. Contra. And uh. And Hawaii. He fought ACH. That match was pretty good. Um. If y'all don't know ACH, y'all definitely need to check him out, too. Mm -hmm. But it was a solid match. I think it was about like a 15, 15-20 minute match. Okay. Solid time. Solid yeah, time. Yeah. Um, it, it was back and forth. They were giving each other what they had. Uh, he hit that. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a... 
It's a weird variation. It's a Samoan drop, but yeah. it's it's like a sideways Samoan drop kind of like you don't the dude doesn't land on his back. He like lands on the side. Uh some like like it's somewhere a Samoan, between a Samoan drop and a Death Valley driver. Yeah, yeah, basically. So he's yeah. got a good look uh Fatu hit him with that, got the pin. Uh retained his title obviously. And then they walked up the ramp, cut that promo saying mm-hmm. that um you know, Contra's taking over. Mm-hmm. And then he had Arya Davari, not Arya Davari, he just had regular Davari with him. <laughs> and then there was two people holding flags. Yeah. And the camera just pans Contra out. Flags. They get hit with the flags, start running, the rest of Contra comes out, mask comes off, it's Injustice. Mm-hmm. Our boys Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed. Mm-hmm. Payback. Uh-huh. That's a bitch. Yeah, because... Um, I think it was Jordan Oliver got taken out backstage mm-hmm. by Davari. Yeah, well, they had both got jumped after the uh, middleweight title match mm-hmm. that Leo won. Yeah. He was cutting that promo in the back talking about how he wants his rematch, and then all of a sudden, they get jumped by uh, Contra. Mm-hmm. And that's when, um, I think that's when you, we got introduced to Davari as Contra. Yeah, yeah, he was the uh, he was the Contra, the new Contra soldier. Yeah. So now they have uh, Gotch, um, Davari, Fatu. I forgot they had Gotch, too. Yeah, they got Gotch. Um, They really did get a lot of people. And Kruger, Mm -hmm. whose face I haven't seen to know who who Kruger is. Yeah. But, But yeah. Solid. Mm -hmm. I like the work that they're doing. Um, Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed are definitely going to be some names that you guys are hearing. Mm-hmm. from other companies later down the line whether oh, it's yeah. Impact whether they get picked up by AEW Japan hell if they go to NXT mm-hmm. you're definitely going to see those names in another promotion or see those faces in another promotion sometime. I would have I much rather seen Injustice get picked up by AEW than that AEW group that's rapping <sighs> just we don't. Uh, what are we doing with our teams here? You know what I mean. I I think we found some new punching bags for the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe Ricochet is not going to be a punching bag for as long as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, like I said, they're doing some great stuff at MLW. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Big um, I want to see what they do with this Contra and Justice rivalry going forward, though. You think that means one of them get a world title shot? Um, I don't see them taking it from Fatu, but I could see, I could definitely see one of them. You see a shot. I would say Jordan Oliver first. Yeah, just a shot. Like I, I can, I can see both of them, or at least one of them getting a shot because yeah. of this. I don't see them winning the title, but I could definitely see it happening. Well, because my thing is, um, the new tag titles just got brought to the. Because you got to remember, at the same time they're doing this, they're having their like lucha invasion. Yeah. At the same time. Um, so if one of them gets a shot, uh, it'd probably be Jordan Oliver. Mm-hmm. Because Reed, I think, still has his eyes on the middleweight title. Yeah, I mean, him and, and Rush no, him and Rush will probably wind up feuding again. Yeah, and there's no tag titles for them on Contra. Mm-hmm. So, I would see, I would probably go with Jordan Oliver. Jordan Oliver is the first bet. Yeah. And then maybe if Myron can't get his title back, Myron gets the second shot. 
Yeah, it could definitely happen. Because they can only run tag teams for so long until somebody has to put a belt on the line. Yeah. But that that was just something that came to mind out of the blue. Um, but you know, is it me or does it seem like we're having an indies resurgence right now? Absolutely. And it's, I think, the internet. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also uh, somewhat contributed to COVID. Because everyone has to be on the house. Because ev- on the house. Because <laughs> everyone has to be in, in the, the house. house. Um, and all the wrestling has to be seen over the internet yeah. or TV. Um, all the indie wrestling shows mm-hmm. are straight TV. Yeah. And you get MLW straight off of YouTube. Yeah. So MLW gets to thrive. NWA mm-hmm. can start to come back because NWA's whole thing is just on the on the internet. Same thing and with when the wrestlers uh, don't GCW have the time to go too. out. Yep, and GCW. So for all the wrestlers who well, not wrestlers, for all the wrestling fans that don't have the time to go out or can't go out to the shows anymore and the show wrestling that- on TV is just not good enough. There's plenty of wrestling out there. Yeah. Like I, I was bored one day and I looked up all of Monster Slamovich's indie matches. <laughs> Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I did the same thing, but it wasn't Masha Slamovich. I was looking up Jordan Oliver stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to at least be invested in the people that we talking about on here. Yeah. And I was. I was doing an exp- I was so bored. <laughs> but I just got my PS4 back, and um, Mrs. Jobber had been uh, encouraging me to make Masha Slamovich because mm-hmm. it's ninth. It's two K nineteen. So she's she wasn't as popular enough uh, enough for somebody to have made her on community creations. Yet. Yeah. Uh huh. So she was like, just make her yourself. So like I yeah. had to go back and you figure we made a whole uh we made a whole like video package for when yeah. she was the rest of the pod. So yeah. Any, so, if so anyone could have created her, it was you. <laughs> and I shout did. out to Mrs. Jabba for telling you to do it too. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did my best, but the biggest thing about um, making people is uh, if it's not already done yet, mm-hmm. you have to create their moveset, which means that's a lot of footage mm-hmm. you got to watch to fill in all those blanks. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. You tried. You but it, it, it was a lot of footage, and I enjoyed every bit of it. Mm-hmm. it it's kind of like Zenful. Yeah. Um, so shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to Masha as well. Now, we don't have a lot for AEW either, but... I want to get your opinion on if you're feeling this Cody Shaq feud. Because not a lot of times do celebrities come into wrestling and get you excited. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to pique your interest on this. What? Where is your interest at as far as Cody and Shaq? Or Cody and Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jay? Um... I'll answer your question with another question. Okay. Throughout the years, we've had uh, David Arquette, uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay. Uh, Mike Tyson, Snoop Dogg. Where would you rank uh, uh, Shaq's in-ring ability? Potentially based on the celebrities we've had before. 
Um, is he anywhere between? Uh, is he anywhere between? Um, Gronk and Green Arrow. Oh God! Don't throw the don't. <laughs> Don't throw Green Arrow in there, because the Green Arrow is probably the best damn celebrity <laughs> that's come into wrestling. Okay. Um, he's not at Green Arrow. He's no. nowhere near Green Arrow. No. Below Gronk. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else that I'm thinking? Snoop? Um, he's got to be better than Snoop, yeah, he's right? got. He's got to be better than Snoop. Not to say Snoop's bad, but Snoop's just... He, he's awkward when he moves. Yeah. Especially on the frog yeah. splash. Yeah. So as long as Shaq doesn't go to the top rope, I think we're okay. Um, Better than Rodman. Do you think he could be half of what Braun Strowman is? Yeah. Maybe, maybe half, maybe. Then I'm moderately excited. I'd be more excited... And this this has got nothing to do with, um, like, you know, because of their situation. Like, it's got everything to do with the situation, so I'm not really too mad about it. I would be more excited if it was Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Brandy. Yeah, well, of course. But yes. obviously, you know, situations, Brandy being pregnant, we can't have that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still excited for it, but I would be more excited if it was Brandy and uh, Cody. Yeah. Just because I want to see Brandy in a ring. As weird as it sounds, I kind of want to like you're Mrs. Rhodes. Yeah, I want to see what Mrs. Rhodes got. Yeah, yeah. it's been a little bit since we've seen her in a ring. We know Cody can do, you know, Cody's great at wrestling. uh, The sake of the story, like Cody's Cody's perfect Mm -hmm. for getting a story across and a match. I'm not worried about Cody figuring out a way to make it work with Shaq. Oh, yeah. Cody doesn't embarrass Shaq. Cody, I mean, Cody can make any match work with anyone. I've noticed that Cody can go in like that's that's part of to steal Hunter's line. He can go in there and wrestle a damn broomstick and the broomstick will put on a better match than most people. mm -hmm. Cody, Cody's that good. Cody's Cody's uh, one of the, the that same quality is why I really liked um the Velveteen Dream for a while mm-hmm. until all that stuff happened with him. Yeah. Because Velveteen Dream didn't have to be the best guy in the ring, but he knew how to make the story get over mm-hmm. through wrestling. Yeah. And Cody's an expert at that. You've seen it with uh you've seen it with Goldust. You've well, seen yeah, it with I mean, Nick Aldis. You've seen it with MJF. His family in general yeah, we're probably some of the best storytelling at in the ring. And Cody's not the greatest at one thing. Yeah. Or he's not the greatest at anything, I should say, but yeah. he's really good at yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, I, and, and he's a great teacher. I feel like if there's anyone for Shaq to get in a ring with that's not a big man, yeah, it'd be Cody. Um, I feel like had they treated Cody the way he was supposed to be treated, he could have been um, at MVP status. Not MVP status, at Miz's status. Mm-hmm. Not Mrs. Character, but Mrs. Status. It's yeah, like probably right. one of the best names that are not talked about quite enough, but is certainly statted enough to be mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. Like you you could throw a world title on him maybe one time. Yeah. You know, for the sake of his father. Yeah. 
Kind of like what they did with Ray. They threw the world title on him for Eddie's sake. Or what they did with, with Cody. With Cody AF with the NWA title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, just for the sake of it. Yeah. But Cody's Cody's really good at getting the story across. I'm not worried about Cody, but I haven't spent much time invested in Red Velvet. So I agree with you. I'd rather see Brandy in the ring. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And I kind of, and especially after she cut that promo on her, like, who told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Mm-hmm. Like, she did good with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, go ahead, Miss Rhodes, stick up for your man. <laughs> so I, I just, I wonder, but I also wonder what Jade Cargo looks like in the rank. Like, <sighs> like, what? Who are you in fifteen minutes when it's just you and the other person? I, I'm because wa- you I'm look wondering. great. Yeah, yeah, she, she looks can, the part. But can you go? Yeah, you like, are, I mean? like, are you a, are you a Bianca or are you? Right. And Eva Marie. Right. That's the thing. Are you all looking no Oh God, that is a that's gonna be the measuring stick for her Eva now Ma- for me. Are you Eva Marie or are Cause you? Because Eva Marie was, you know, it. she was fit, she was muscle. I, she I, w- was... I won't even throw Mandy Rose in there with the Eva Marie thing because Mandy Rose can go in a ring. Yeah. So I'm that's literally what I'm comparing it to now. Eva Marie or Bianca. Which yeah. one are you? Yeah. Like which one are you closer to? Never know. She might be better than Bianca. I doubt it, but I highly doubt she Bianca might. She might. She might be close to that level. But I mean, like, yeah, that where she be might the be hope, Eva Marie. Though. Yeah, I would hope you're like Bianca. If she, if she's a middle of the pack, if you turn out to be like. If she's a middle of Natalia, the pack, eh. we can work with that. Yeah, I was gonna say if she's like a middle of the pack as far as you know, like more like muscular wrestlers or mm-hmm. female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. If she was like a Natalia or yeah. a. Um, a Mandy Rose, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. As long as you're not an even Because it's not like Brandy would have been the best. Like, Brandy's not amazing either. Yeah, no. It, it's but more Brandy for the... Can, yeah. you know... She, she Brandy put, she'd be able done. to hold her own, yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as you're better than Stephanie, I feel like we, we got something to work with here. You know? And it's a shame because Stephanie's not that great in the ring. No, but her multiple times. Her brother, her brother is. <laughs> yeah, her brother's great. Brother's great in the ring. Sister, not so much. <laughs> but let's be honest, she never really had to know how to wrestle. Damn it, Mrs. Hunter, come on. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to jump into that NXT stuff. Somebody got signed that you're real excited about, and I'm going to let you take the reins on that. That, oh, the that, new that's all about the I'm UK signings. Yes, the new UK oh signings. My God. Okay, so two. I'm one of them's way like, one of them one to ten. I'm like uh, uh seven. Mm-hmm. The other one I'm like fifteen about. <laughs> so I'll start with like the seven. So they did a lot of new UK signings for uh, NXT. Mm-hmm. One of them being um somebody I feel like plans to end their career on NXT is um somebody Japan calls. Uh, the final boss. Yeah. Um, she is. She was seen in the May Young Classic, and she's basically like, um, I'm trying to figure out a way to describe it that's not reverting back to her nickname. <laughs> um, but she's she's basically, uh, this Japanese Tajiri, so to speak. She's no nonsense. She's colorful like Japan, you know, Japan female wrestlers are. Yeah. But it's not in a sense of like 
to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Like it's tradition, but understand like there's no smile, there's no like, you know, after the bow and the the smirk, like it's it's game on. Yeah, she's strong style. She's innovative. She still moves like she was 28, but she's probably closer to 40 something now. Yep. And she's dubbed the final boss like for a reason. Like mm-hmm. the name totally lives up to the hype. You get in there with this woman and you're probably in for a rough night mm-hmm. because she kicks hard and kicks often. Y'all thought I still was a problem. She man. wrestles dudes like the dudes would be scared of her. I was going to say, yeah. You know what I mean? She did like, that thing with, uh, with uh, our boy Pete Dunn. Yeah, and they went to war. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's she's a big deal. She's uh, she's signed there. I thought it was going to be a one-off because Kaylee Ray, the UK women's champion, said she wanted the best in the world. So they went out and got She wanted the her. best in the world. Boom, there you go. So I thought it was going to be a one-off, but it turns out she's signed there. So she's going to be around for a while. You, so you I wanted the expect, best in the world. That's what you got. Yeah, I expect um, some kind of Samoa Joe type push. She over there writing checks with her lips, then that her ass won't be able to cash. Mm-hmm. Because aside from um, Piper Niven, who's over there, mm-hmm. um, there's nobody else I feel like is threatening enough. Yeah. To really stand toe to toe with her. After that, come on, the, the come big on. one, the big one. Uh, uh, I say I know it. I know what it is. Legendary, legendary William Regal. Mm-hmm. You know the the unspoken like King Midas of wrestling. War games. The father of God's gift to wrestling. Uh, William Regal's son has been signed to NXT UK. And I couldn't be more fucking happy about it. I have not been more happy to see... And he looks like he might be meaner than Pete Dunne. I have not been more excited to see someone's kid come into wrestling. My heart. (laughs) I don't even think I was this excited for Dom. Like, I was hyped for Dominic Mysterio. I was hyped too, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't nearly as excited for Dom as I am for Young Regal. William Regal's kid? Like, are you kidding me? Young Regal coming in. With the, like, Regal, like, curly fro, like... Mm-hmm. Looking like Young like, Regal. Like, let's go. Like, like, this man's really in here looking like Young Regal. And I, I never, like... It's so hard because we're following up with so many um, wrestling shows mm-hmm. that I barely ever make some time to watch NXT UK. I will be there the day William Regal's kid we, we debuts yep. and every week after. Yep. Like, we this is going to be my set, guy. We will gladly like, set aside time to turn on the, the network, watch UK, just mm, to see young Regal make his debut. Mm, like, and, and Mrs. Jobber will tell you, every time Don was in the ring and Don was putting it on, I was yelling at the TV. Mm-hmm. Like, go, young boy, go. But I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. When Young Regal debuts, mm-hmm, whoever they real. give him first, whoever his big guy is, whatever first title, I'm a beat it. Mm-hmm. Like Regal has been so underappreciated for so long, and his kids signing there, his son about to like he gonna go, he gonna go, 
because all the people Regal has touched and encouraged and helped change for the better. His kid is going to be I was like, gonna say yes. Every- his in-ring IQ off the fucking charts. I'm ready. Oh, I can't wait to see this. This is kind of um, th- this is kind of like me wanting Fit Finley's son to get into wrestling. Imagine him <laughs> and Fit Finley's son together. Oh, the wars, the wars, Damn, the but, wars. Young Regal's gonna get into. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Like I can't wait for. His, oh, I can't wait till he comes in, starts wrecking what? Tyler Bate, what? Pete Young, uh, uh, Pete Dunn, excuse me. And British strong style is hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, I wanna see And honestly Regal is kind of the father of that shit. Like that whole British wrestling style. Regal I said is I was the father of that. You know what I mean? I said I was the father of strong style. And I wasn't lying. <laughs> and then like, he just points to his son. His kid is gonna be oh uh, he, my he's gonna be a God. brick shit house for sure. I'm so ready. Uh what else we got for NXT? Uh there was a tag team match between um uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. Yeah, I liked them as a team. They worked. Yeah. They worked fairly well. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Um. I, cause I I like Finn and Kyle. Um. Cause they fought the one two punch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the ending. The ending was um one of them was setting up to do the top the uh, that missile drop kick off yeah. the uh, the top rope so they did the missile drop kick O'Reilly kind of like ate half of the kick and then took the other half and as soon as they hit the floor mm-hmm. he he got it into the, the key lock high. yeah he got it into the key lock and made him tap I thought that was a pretty good transition and every time I think Kyle O'Reilly can't surprise me anymore yeah he does some off the wall and shit. you know those are four really good guys that making a hard technical match Mm -hmm. which is two of the best like two of the styles I love the most yeah high flying is always great Mm -hmm. but at this like stage of watching wrestling seeing some technical shit I've never seen before I think technical wrestling is starting to slowly creep its way back into a lot of things yeah and I'm developing a whole new appreciation for Seeing people get hit really hard. Yeah, I I th- I think what it is is because we got so many uh, technical wrestlers coming up, and we also had some coming back mm-hmm. that it's making a a good resurgence, especially as far as like you know WWE goes. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll just use them as the example. Daniel Bryan coming back from his injury. Yeah. Edge was a pretty solid technical wrestler, not the greatest, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he was pretty solid. Um. They started giving Nakamura a push again. Mm-hmm. Cesaro was always one of the better technical wrestlers in the company for very much so for the last few years. Another underrated technical wrestler, Xavier Woods. Mm. Yeah, doesn't get talked about enough. But yeah. X is he, he's he's X a, has been very good for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of underrated technical wrestlers are starting to make their way creep back. their way back up it's why I wish they would sign the new Dean Malenko Zack Sabre Jr mm-hmm. I don't know why they won't do it and I feel like he probably just be... doesn't want to possibly possibly I- I'm thinking he just doesn't want to because I started to feel like it maybe it was a Mercedes Martinez thing mm-hmm. where they just like 
weren't sure what the spot would be yet. Yeah. So they didn't want to waste the time in signing him. They didn't have anything. But Zack Sabre Jr. has been so impressive. Yeah. And in this age of, like, technical, strong style coming back, I feel like Zack Sabre Jr. would, like, shine. Yeah, this would be a, this would be a good time for him, but I think he's got enough that he's you know content with elsewhere, that he just doesn't want to. Yeah, but regardless, man, like they those are four really good guys in the ring. Did you catch um, the chemistry between uh, Champa and Thatcher in their tag match? I actually didn't know. Um, because I thought it was I thought it was exciting. I don't. I, I believe they fought uh, Maverick and Killian Dane. No. Uh, or was that MSK? Maverick and Dane was MSK. Okay. Okay. So MSK beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so who is the, what is the finals looking like then? Uh, it's MSK, um, Imperium, I believe. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on the other ones. But I know Imperium's there and... MSK's moving on. I'm just blanking on the other two. So we'll find out. I think that's. I think those two are gonna crash in the finals. I feel like MSK wins. Um, I would like to see that. It would be the first time. No, it wouldn't. I know the Grizzled Young Veterans are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The those, those were my picks for the final two: the Grizzled Young Vets and MSK. I could see MSK winning though. I could. Yeah. I just don't know if they would put the titles on them. I w- yeah. yeah, I was going to say that, um, what was it? I was going to say, damn it, I'm, now, I pulled a U and I blanked. <laughs> no, I was going to say this was the uh, the first time that they have an actual tag team win the Dusty Classic, but I forgot. Uh, yeah, I forgot they never the, do that. I forgot Undisputed Era won it once. Mm. That was the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was the time Adam had to step in because... Uh, Bobby was injured. I think okay. I think Adam had to step in and win it with Kyle. Win it with Kyle or win it with uh, Roddy. What's so? What what is their plan going forward? Like after they, is it Pete Dunn and Finn at the takeover before Mania? Probably. Yeah. I would say so, and I would say Dunn maybe wins. And then that's how you shoot Balor back up to the main roster mm. as as the prince. And then it becomes like the race of Dunn and O'Reilly. Dunn, O'Reilly, Cross, anybody else they sign. Switchblade. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see tonight <laughs> because of Finn debuts tonight. Well, not Finn. At the Rumble? Yeah, if Finn can't debut at the Rumble, Finn... Well, not debut, but if, if Finn, Finn pops, up at, the pops Rumble, up at the Rumble. Oh, you never know. It could just be a one-off thing like Adam Cole did. Mm. If Jay yeah, White debuts know. at the Rumble. Oh, okay. We know how much you love Jay White. Mm. Um, so now we're going to jump right into WWE. Quick thing I want to touch on. Yeah, good transition. Bad Bunny is going to be performing tonight at the Rumble. I know me personally, I like to see this. Not just because he's Puerto Rican like myself, but he also makes plenty of songs about uh, former wrestlers and wrestlers alike. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a big fan of uh, Rey Mysterio. I know he's a fan of uh, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
he's made a song with Ric Flair in the video he made a song with Stone Cold in the video and now he took it a step further and made a song called Booker T so uh, I think he likes paying homage to you know some of his fam- favorite wrestlers from the past and the present mm-hmm. can't wait to see him perform at the Rumble you never know maybe he's a surprise entrant in the Rumble oh god or he wins the 24-7 title <laughs> I could see that would you like him winning the 24-7 title from R-Truth? I'd be a better rapper. <laughs> hey, man, R-Truth got that endurance. Mm-mm. Shout out to R-Truth and his song Endurance, by the way. <laughs> no, um... And then something else, speaking of wrestlers and music, mm-hmm. MVP started releasing his old songs that he had recorded a few years prior. And he just never uploaded them. Uh, so, what do you think about wrestlers and music? Like, do you do you think it's a good fit for a lot of these wrestlers that are doing it? Um, well, I think wrestlers in music has kind of been um, really a thing since the Freebirds. Okay. Because they wrote uh, the Bad Street USA. So it's always been some kind of thing between wrestlers and music. I think wrestlers and rap has been uh, probably more prominent since John Cena. Which is something you never really thought you'd hear. Yeah, right? I don't know. Hey, he opened the door for people, though. Yeah. So, uh, but but you know what? Um, As much as it's probably a thing now, because you got MVP, who I didn't know rapped, our truth who like consistently raps even though I haven't heard much from him beside from his entrance music I, I've and heard endurance one, yeah I was gonna say I've heard endurance um I'm a big fan of Leo Rush's music yeah Leo Leo makes great music Myron Reed apparently raps mm-hmm. so I haven't checked out Myron Reed's stuff yet is um, it I, I feel like there's someone else too someone else definitely raps that I can't um, remember um was it uh it w- it wasn't Simon Gotch was it? <laughs> the Simon Gotch rap. I don't know. Uh, was it was it Ricochet? I can see Ricochet rapping. For whatever reason, now I see Simon Gotch rapping, and I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. You don't know how you feel about Simon Gotch rap- I'm not uh, rapping. Sure how I feel about it. Um. But yeah, it's it's been a, a pretty prominent thing, and I think. It's just that general connection of rappers who really love uh, wrestling, mm-hmm. and just uh, it's probably it probably just goes both ways, and uh, we just don't know about it as much. Yeah. Wale, huge fan of yeah, Robert, mm-hmm. huge fan of wrestling. He's been at all the, like Lucha Underground events, AEW, WWE, more prominently. Yeah. So I think it's just it's just the two way street because you see Migos, you see Bad Bunny, you see Wale. So there's a lot of wrestlers that just love wrestling. So I'm sure, like in this day and age, now rappers, the rappers love wrestling. Yeah. Now the rappers are like practically because you didn't hear uh you didn't hear the uh, MVP song that he released, right? No, I haven't heard. All right, that. well I listened to it. Um, it wasn't bad. I I think the voice was just weird. Yeah. But what he was saying in the song, like his message as far as what he was talking about, I can respect it. 
I mean, I, I think a lot of these wrestlers, they're showing that they have more passions other than wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, big ups to him for doing it. Hopefully he releases more because I'm not going to lie, I want to hear more. Yeah. I want to. Well, I think that's the great part about social media. Um, but probably that was probably the better part of the three party thing mm-hmm. is that wrestlers can show what other passions they have. Yeah. Because without YouTube, um, Cameo, TikTok, all these other um, Twitch. Yeah. You don't really know. You don't really get really to know, know what, wrestlers. what what other people's passions are. Right outside of all of that, so there could have been more. That we're just figuring out now. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, That's probably why we didn't know MVP rapped until until today, literally like twenty minutes before we started recording. So, but like I said, I mean, it shows that you have more passions other than just you know performing. So. Hopefully he keeps releasing more and hopefully he keeps writing more if that's his passion. I mean, he can't be any worse than Enzo Amore. Oh, hey. Come on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, did you want to live a 30 for 30? Uh, no. Okay. No, no. Let's not relive Enzo Amore. I, I, I did not want to bury a G. I'm sorry. <laughs> certified G. He's certified. That's he all- can't teach that. Let's hope he doesn't rise up like a phoenix. <laughs> Love how I'm just naming all his songs right now. But you know them, though. But you know them. Uh, you don't know the words, maybe. But you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You've heard the clips. You've yeah, heard the I've, clips. I've heard the clips. Scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> Made a song about Liv Morgan. Why I oughta. In other news, um, <laughs> the, the Raw Women's Title. Mm. Matter of fact, let me just start with this. The Raw Women's Division. Yeah, I don't let's know. Let's start there. I don't know what the what in the blue hell is going on with this division. You got a double champ again mm-hmm. with Oscar. Charlotte came back first night back wins a tag title. Okay, cool. Yep. You got Oscar as the double champ. You don't have any real tag teams. No. On Raw. SmackDown's a different story. Raw is just getting the ass whooping right now. Why have you not defended your women's title on a pay-per-view since September? September. So, let's just... What pay-per-view was September? Was that Money in the Bank? No, that was... um, I don't know, but that was before Survivor Series. Mm. Before TLC... No, that actually might have been TLC. I think it might have been TLC. So let's just say October, November. No, wait, it wasn't TLC. But either way, look, October, October November, November December. December, January, is it February. Getting, it's not getting defended on this one, either, uh, right? Is it? Is she, is she defending it against Bliss? No, because she just defended it against Bliss on, um, on Raw. Because mm. that's when Bliss had the... Uh, like she she wrestled and then the lights went dark and then she came back. As, she got RKO'd. Yeah, and, and she got RKO'd. So I don't believe it's being defended, but so September. That's what. I don't even think the tag titles are being defended. Th- that's what five months. Mm. Yeah, it's not being defended tonight because they're doing they're doing the tag title match tonight. Right. So five months it hasn't been defended on a pay per view. Are you that desperate for Becky Lynch to come back that you haven't defended the damn title on a pay-per-view? No, I don't think that's it. 
Are you that deprived of talent? Yes. I think that's exactly it. Okay, so which brings me to my next question. Why the hell have you not called up talent? You had that draft. Would have been the perfect opportunity. Shitty-ass draft. Was it really a draft? For all they did, it could have been a shake-up. Like, okay, you had the shake-up. Why not shake it up and, like and bring some people four or five up? five people. Hell, you could have said we're bringing up five people from NXT and you could have had three of them be women. You could have brought up Ripley. You could have brought up freaking um, this chick, uh, Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Let's throw somebody else in there. Um, Tegan Knox. You and Tegan Knox. I'm the, no, but really, not Tegan Knox. Like, like you, you get two faces and a heel. Yeah, yeah. You want to take Tegan Knox away and bring up Candice? I'm, I'm just taking three names in general. I, I, I see what you're saying though. Is, is, I don't know what it is because, or I don't know what it is between bring up um, Shayna's Goon Squad. Yeah. Because at that point, you don't need Shayna to be with Nia. No. You got Shayna as, you know, Shayna can go the tag team route. Shayna can go the singles route. Nia can stick on the singles route. Right there, that kind of salt, that kind of alleviates, it doesn't solve the problem in the women's division, but, but it, it alleviates it. Yeah. It. That adds a new spark to Shayna's. Because I, I know plenty of people would want to see Nia with the women's title again. Yeah. Per- <laughs> Personally, I'm not a fan, but I don't know what that noise was, but. Personally, I'm not a fan of her, but I wouldn't mind seeing Nia with a title again. I don't know. I mean, given the way the division is right now, I feel like you kind of need it. You you need somebody new. And we've had this talk about them having them beat everyone, so nobody seems like a logical choice anymore. Which leaves me back to thinking that Bianca Belair is... The savior of or, women's division on SmackDown. The, but as far as the women's division on Raw, that could have been Charlotte had she not come back and won the tag titles. Because that would have so now lie. We're between a rock and a hard place. That would have been the perfect opportunity because so many people were tired of seeing Charlotte win and Charlotte being pushed. That when you took her off a of TV and you put her in NXT and then you gave her that little bit of time off, when she came back. We wanted to see Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Like it was like perfect. It was Bring it was back. this it was the Seth Rollins effect. Yeah, it was like all right, ba- all right, Seth baby, Rollins come back, was, come on. You can blame Seth it on Rollins me. was champ for so long, and you were so sick of him. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt, and he was gone for a year. You were like, God, could Seth Rollins just come back? Yeah, already? because if you push somebody for so long, naturally you're gonna get tired of it. It happened with Roman. Mm-hmm. Well, Roman's thing was more of. You're pushing him too early. We're not ready to see him there. Yeah. But I kind of feel like there's there's ways that they can fix this. And the fact that they haven't defended this title for five months on a pay-per-view is ridiculous. Mm. It Wasn't there a rule in place? Didn't there used to be a rule in place that if you didn't defend your title every... 60 days. 60 days. See? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. They took out the rematch clause, though, so... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe sixty days goes along with that. I mean, does it? At this point, wins and losses don't matter according to WWE. So, why defend it at all? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It, we're just gonna keep putting the butt on Oscar. So you, people can hold their titles for is. five months and not defend them, and you're gonna get drug tested three times a day for you know eight days a week. 
And even if you take the drugs, you're going to pass. Yeah, right? So. Well, depending on what the drug everything's, is. Everything's um, everything, so. Yeah, they'll just work everything in their favor somehow. I, I, I don't know. But they need they need something. I don't know if it's going to change at the Rumble. I hopefully hope it's going to change at the Rumble. Yeah. Because hope. like I said, this is this is the first Rumble where regular people showing up is going to be exciting because mm-hmm. we haven't seen half the fucking people all yeah. year. So yeah, there's, there's any people. regular return is like big now. Ex- exactly. Especially in the COVID era. So maybe they haven't defended the title and they're waiting for the Women's Royal Rumble to reintroduce everybody. And then we'll have some brand new faces all over the women's matches by WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But who knows? All right. Um, before we finish up here, I know this is going to air tomorrow. But as we're recording it, the Royal Rumble hasn't started. Yeah. Is there one return that you think is going to happen? Uh, give me a second. Because I'm going to... It can be man or woman. It can be either one. But it's, it's just got to be one that... They haven't said it's going to happen, but you feel in your heart of hearts you're going to see it happen. Do you have somebody? I have two. But I'm going to go with... I think Seth returns. Okay. Yeah. I I, um, I can say Seth. Naomi. Damn, that's somebody we haven't seen. Yeah. And she always puts on Royal Rumble highlights. Yeah. You think Naomi does good in the Rumble? Or so that? I think Naomi comes back, does good in the Rumble. Because it's been a while. I think she has a moment with Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think she gets thrown out. By Bianca, possibly by Bianca, but I think it's a good. It, it'll be a good comeback for her. I just hope. See, this is what I'm mad at. Um, do you remember quick? Quick detour. Quick detour. Do you remember when they first brought up the four horsewomen? Yes. And everyone was divided into subgroups. Mm-hmm. And we never got the women's tag titles then. Yeah. Now would be a perfect time for that. And I saw an old picture of Team Bad, (laughs) Sasha, Tamina, and Naomi. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, that would be amazing right now. Yeah, it it really would. That would have been the perfect time for the tag titles. So, not that I think it's going to happen because I've totally given up on Naomi as a serious character, but... But we're still if holding Naomi out hope for it. Come back, but we, serious. We, we still holding out hope for Tamina. Still holding out. So mad she lost to Natty. But you know, fuck Natty. We'll have a whole talk about that again. <laughs> this man just got went full brutal. We'll have a whole nother talk about that in another pod. But um, yeah. Like, if, but if Naomi came back serious, and they joined forces with Sasha's like bad guy good guy character because I don't know which side of the fence that really is right now um that would be a perfect faction like we need to bring these factions back Riot Squad would have been great right now Team Bad would have been great right now 
Team Bad to go after tag titles because now you have established tag division and women's singles division. It's an easy fix. Like you said, we're bringing back Shayna's Boom Squad. Mm-hmm. You bring in Marina and Jessamine Duke, you have solid tag team, solid single star. I, I don't think it's happened. It's a shot in the dark, but ultimately, I think Naomi comes back. I just wish for writing's sake that they would, you mm-hmm. know. You went full brutal over there just a minute ago, man. Oh, um, just you had just, a, I get I get emotional about Tamina. You, all right, you got a little natty toot over there, a little natty toot over there. <laughs> natty toot. I told you I'm dropping in a pun on every episode going forward, man. <laughs> nah, but I think uh, I, I think I got Seth coming in on this one. Um, I say Seth returns, and he doesn't return as the Messiah. Mm. He comes back as a uh, burn it down. Yes, I pray to God. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. I'm thinking that's gonna happen. Don't I'm hoping. Don't bring back the Messiah. It's blasphemy. It, like, it, literally. It was good for about like two months, and that was it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah. that's my predictions. And I think that was the Survivor Series sacrifice anyway. Was to just destroy that character. <laughs> Like, yeah, he was the first. Now, he was the first one calling. Take me now. I'm sick of this. My kid is being born. What was, soon. What was it? Keith Lee hit him with a crap. What was it? Keith Lee hit him with a damn spirit bomb and yeah. knocked him out of a blizzard. Just, just please, just get me out of this. Oh my god. That's, I think that was the whole sacrifice. Just take me off of TV so I can get done with this freaking character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like John Cena at that one Survivor Series. Fuck it, I'll be the first one to go. Just take me out. Yeah, please. Um, that's everything I got, bro. Uh, you got anything you want to say before we jump off of here? Um, no, because I was going to say something, but then it, we would have mentioned him on the pod, and I want to kind of get away with not saying his name. Okay. We won't talk about him, so it's okay. Yeah. But um, We'll just leave the listeners to anticipate what fucking name I'm talking about. Ooh, look, some more natty toot over there. All right, but um, so that's pretty much everything we got here this week, guys. Um, As always, thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. You know, without you guys listening, we wouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you guys for sure. Hope you enjoy the Royal Rumble. Hopefully that pay-per-view turns out A1. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode, man. And as always, stay blessed and... Stay dangerous.